Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. Today, I'm at the APEC conference with uh, Larry Blackledge. He's the CEO of Active Semi, and they're uh, known in the space for making uh, scalable charging solutions and the like. And so the first thing I want to say, Larry, is, of course, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Very happy to be here and very happy to be talking with you, Alex. Oh, please. Uh, But the other thing is, charging is such a big space, obviously. You've got wall charging, you've got automobile charging, you've got battery charging from uh, external power devices, and now the big buzz is all around wireless charging. How have you seen the progression from your solutions that you've been giving the marketplace and then the demands from your audience and your customers that have given you that migration towards the scalable solution, towards the wireless uh, charging solutions? So one of our key products has a uh, built-in Cortex-M0 ARM processor, so we can scale from 5 watts to to say 10 kilowatts. This allows us to charge a phone, uh, in some cases run appliances, and charge car batteries up to 10, 10 kilowatts. Very scalable. It allows the customer to program it themselves so that they have flexibility in their own application and can customize the way they wish. And moving into wireless power, this was a natural progression. The wireless power charger is, is very similar to a single-phase motor. Our customers now can take this application uh, to charge mobile phones. We go up to 5 watts today. Uh, The next kit should be 15 watts to 30 watts. And the full application can go maybe up to 150 watts. So you can hit the tablets, the uh, Ultrabooks, and potentially even some of the kitchen appliances. Very good. Well, and that's the other thing is because when you start talking about the smart grid and the Internet of Things, the need to have intelligent power management in almost everything that draws power is becoming critical. What kind of challenges are you seeing there? So one of our goals was to have a very low standby power on our solutions. So when the device is not used or not being charged, it's not wasting energy. Um, The other one is when the device is being charged and is being used, we like to have the highest efficiency in the industry. So like with our wireless charging solution, uh, we get north of 75% efficiency. And that, that's a, a benchmark. Well, and when you t- talk about the inefficiencies involved in wireless power, 75% is actually quite high. Yeah, compared to the wired products, the wireless, I think, will always be lower. And it just becomes an industry choice. And what we provide is a nice, flexible, low-cost choice. Excellent. Now, scalability is one of the big things with Active Semi's line. What, as far as going forward, looking into the future, what kind of demand do you see and how are you expecting to address it? So, uh We created a device with a core technology, having this Cortex-M0 processor, and allowing it to scale from a very low uh, wattage to a very large wattage, up to, say, even doing an EV vehicle battery charging. Uh, It it future-proofs it. So the customer can can program the levels they want. They can put the circuits around it that fit their needs. Uh, In the wireless charging space, we're Qi certified today. Uh, we can also do PMA with a coil change, so it's uh, it, it future-proofs for the customer. What kind of demand on that side? You were saying you know you do offer alternates on the wireless charging. Is it most of the forces behind Qi right now, or do you see some other people playing with other uh, solutions? We we see virtually everything behind Qi at the moment. There seems to be some sampling in the industry of PMA tests here and there. Um, but as far as quantity is concerned and customers placing orders, it, it's 100% Qi. Excellent, excellent. Now, 
What's next for ActiveSemi? I mean, you've got this line of product. It's scalable. You had mentioned a little bit about motor. Is that next? Uh, yes. Actually, we've been had a motor effort for some time now, and uh, our PAC device, our power application controller device, the same one that runs wireless power and the things I've talked about, also runs motor control. And uh, this device has sampled uh, about 18 months ago, the core device, to key customers, and they've been... Cr- uh, replacing their old style, what we call bag of chips, microprocessor plus five to seven analog uh, components with the PAC device. And what we're seeing now, once again, is some of the highest efficiency. We can take AC 120 volt out of the wall or 220 volt out of the wall, convert to DC, run the motor, run, say, LED lighting inside the refrigerator, sleep the refrigerator at a notebook PC level. Uh, so you end up with a very high efficiency, a very low part count. It's essentially our chip plus FETs or IGBT. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to uh, one other aspect, is the whole importance of the solution itself. We've got engineers in spaces that could use these solutions and maybe specialties in medical space or in industrial space or even music or consumer product, and then they need to understand how to implement that solution. What's, what support do you offer the engineer in the design and the implementation of your solution? So uh, we offer an array of items. One is uh, numerous evaluation kits. We're up to about 20 different kinds of evaluation kits for different end equipments. We offer software, both demonstration software and licensable software to larger customers. And these can attack anything from wireless charging to motor control to uh, building industrial LED lighting. Uh, the pack is just quite flexible, and we, we've also engaged some universities recently, and they will be coming out with some of their offerings as well. Very nice. I always give my guests an opportunity to leave, to have the last word, because I talk too much as it is. Um, what final thoughts, what advice, what tips, or what vision would you offer our audience uh, before we close out the episode? So one of the things for us, and I think the feeling at our whole company is, Uh, If if we create the efficiency uh, in all these devices that's much greater than what we have today, we have much less power usage in the world, uh, and it becomes less of an issue. It also allows uh, places that are underpowered today, the Africas, the Indias, and so forth, to have devices going forward that uh, may be much more simply powered, solar being one example, or wind. And as we spoke earlier offline, uh, you know, just the standby power of these adapters in a city can be huge, uh, and we would like to see that go away. That's an excellent point, Larry. I mean, if you think about a municipality with a million people in your, the difference between drawing, you know, 10 microwatts versus a watt is a significant thing. And once upon a time, a watt was considered normal standby power. Sure. And, and what we would like to see this, you know, it's dropping through sort of the 10 milliwatt as an average now. And uh, certainly one is a, is a good target for the future for the adapters. Very nice. So thank you very much, Larry. I really appreciate you taking the time, especially at a busy show like uh, APEC. I'm glad you had the time to be with us. Thank you. I appreciate talking with you. Oh, thank you. And I'd like to thank everybody in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Palt for Palt on Power. Have a great day.